Welcome to episode four of the Riders Podcast. Thank you to all those who have gone onto iTunes and left a rating and review. If you haven't, please head over to the iTunes store and do so. It will help us continue to grow and develop this podcast as we move forward. In this episode, we sat down with head coach Rob Padanostro after he won his 10th piece of silverware in Glasgow at the BBL Trophy Final in his 10th season with the Leicester Riders. The Riders overcame the Sheffield Sharks in a nail-biting game live on the BBC and on Free Sports. And Rob shared his thoughts ahead of the matchup, talks us through the game, and shares his experience since being back in Leicester this week. Be sure to tweet your comments at Riders Beeble, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Rob, thanks for joining us after what was an incredible trophy final. It's a good opportunity to really delve in and get your thoughts on on what was a, a great win for the, for the club. Well, it was uh, an exceptional final. Uh, two teams, uh, you know, going right at it all the way, uh, and to win a game uh, that's decided in the last uh, minute or so in, in such a big game uh, always feels uh, maybe a little bit more special. Uh, we knew going into that game that it was going to be a tough game. We had played them two times in the last three weeks, and uh, we figured that um, it would come down uh, to making some big plays at the end of the game. And, and fortunately for us, uh, you know, we, we came through, uh, but not surprisingly, because if you've watched this team this year, uh, you know that this team never uh, panics and has uh, come up with the goods in many of close games. Absolutely. And- Playing a team three times in quick succession like that is is tough. You know, Sheffield obviously had a lot of firepower and pushed us at their place into that double overtime game. What was it like going into it? Like, was the confidence there? Obviously, knew the team well. Yeah, it was it was tricky. I think the first part of it is that they were they're a really good team. I think that's the toughest part of it is that when you look at them uh, on film and then you we play against them and they have a lot of weapons and a lot of guys that are difficult to play against. I think they're well coached and I think they play together and they play hard. So guys uh, with that final experience too, with you know, they've been a few of those guys have been there before. Yeah, for for me, I, you know, with Mike Tuck there, I think he's a great leader and I think that uh, you know Atiba's been to, to to many big games. I think they they were ready to go and we knew that coming in and um, playing them in uh, so many times in the last few weeks definitely was a factor in the game because there were really no secrets between the two teams I think both teams had a chance to to take a look at what they did and how they could improve them so um, that just set up for a, a really close game and going in at halftime you know with the lead uh, I think it was 11 at halftime uh, we were under no illusions that um, it was going to be a long way to go and we referenced that at halftime we talked about how you know don't uh, get dejected don't get down if, if they go on any kind of run um, we got to play for the full 40 and, and we were able to do that and um, you know that's what's been so special about our guys is that um, you know they, they when we when the ball goes up they know they, they're going to go for 40 and go all the way we yeah, did that. you said that a number of times through the weekend I was in, you know, in the room with you for pre-game meetings and things and you know telling guys especially ones that are, are first time in those finals here like just keep going just yeah. keep going how important is that like you know, we got off to a crazy start made some big shots and got some really good stops but knowing they were going to make that run 
in that second half. Yeah, see, as a coach in those situations, you know, we come off, they call timeout, and we're on a, a great run, and we're up big. You like the enthusiasm from the guys. They're jumping around. They're excited. But you have to tone them down a bit because you have to make sure they understand um, that in these kind of games against good teams, there's going to be runs from both sides. And we did do a good job of dealing with that. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, their players and see Alexander uh, as a guy who uh, could really get it going for them. And, you know, I thought that, um, you know, I was listening to Atiba in this pregame and he talked about, um, you know, they got, had to make some tough shots to, uh, in the game. And I thought they did that. Absolutely. I thought when I look back at it, they made tough shots, contested shots, but they have the talent to do that. And I think that um, for us, um, I didn't think our defense was great, but I also thought it was pretty good. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the offense uh, trumps the defense at those points, and, and that's what happened and, and, and put us uh, in a situation where we were, you know, we lost the lead. I think we led for somewhere around 36, 37 minutes of the game, but at that crucial time, we had lost the lead. Uh, but fortunately for us, you know, we, we, we had some guys that made some big plays. Absolutely. Alexander really put his team on his back. You see that, like, so. From our guys in, in in previous years in finals, I guess what was it like to be on the other end of that and trying to slow him down? It seemed like every shot he made, the next one we made it tougher. He made it again. The tougher the shot, almost the the better it was for him. Yeah, it's a tough feeling as a coach knowing that um, you know you got a guy out there that you can play good defense against and he can make plays. But they have a few of those guys too. But then, you know, even the, the shot that he had, that attempt that he had where it went in and out and, and in and out, um, <laughs> I had a really good look at that. I was standing behind him, and, and I thought it was in both times. Um, but unfortunately um, for us, it, it, it kicked out, and, and we were able to get the job done. But um, I think as a coach, it's not easy in a final like that. You know, the, 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 the range of emotions are, are very difficult. But I think as a neutral and as a fan, I think it was pretty exciting, pretty Absolutely. exciting day to be a part of. Yeah, it's always good when the game's going down to the wire and you know, Dan Routledge <laughs> screaming down the microphone mm. in those last few minutes. But so it's talking a little bit about you said you know we were able to make plays in, in those final minutes and the Eric shot huge um, to to give us the lead back after Sheffield took it but other guys as well making some really big big plays yeah look I think you know when you look at our team all year uh, you know it's hard to pick out certain individuals I mean when they when they called the MVP award out on that day I don't think anybody really knew who was going to yeah, get absolutely. it I thought that um, first off I thought Walker uh, gave us uh, some tremendous minutes in that game I th all year. He's been playing great. And, uh, you know, offensively, he had 16 points, but his defense has been uh, tremendous this year. And I, he's played well in these big games. Another big game where he played really well. And if he's not all defensive team in the BBL, I don't know who should be. I mean, he, he should be up there for defensive player of the year the way he's playing this year. And he, the only issue we had with him in the game is he picked up three fouls uh, in the third quarter. And I wanted to I wanted to make sure I had him at the end of the game for defense. Yeah. He's that good on, on the defensive end. Um, I thought Trayvon had a good start to the game. I thought Pierre uh, gave us a little bit of a lift early. He was didn't practice all week. He was on crutches most of the week with a, with a foot injury. I thought he did that. But then when it came down to the stretch of the ball game, um, I thought Andy Thompson, you know, a guy who hadn't played in a month or so, maybe even longer than that. I thought he, you know, when you watch back the video, you see even more stuff that he did. But he was able to get on the glass. He was able to make plays. Uh, and I think without those plays that he made, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be in this position with the trophy. And then you come to Eric. And um, with Eric, I think that, um, you know, he's the most unique player I've ever 
come in contact with. I've been involved in basketball for a long, long time, but I've never seen anybody quite like him. First off, he's talented. Obviously, he can shoot the ball. Defensively, he's, he's excellent. Uh, so it was awesome for him to make that shot and, and, and make the big play because uh, I think sometimes it's hard to, to really quantify what he brings to the team. Mm-hmm. His energy is infectious, not just on game day, which fans could see, but every day in practice. He's been an incredible leader for us this year. And I think when you talk about having respect from the group of guys that you work with, I don't think there's anybody that could have as much respect as Eric has for the way he goes about his business. And when he caught that ball for that last shot, and I said this to him after the game, and he agreed he was ready to shoot. And when I mean ready to shoot, his body, when you look back on it, he was squared up, ready to shoot, and credit Ty for giving him the really good pass at that point. But when you're ready to shoot, not only with your mind, but with your body as well, you make a shot like that. And for him to put it through the net, that was... uh, uh, that was incredible because I think that um, uh, he's an unsung hero on this team in many ways. Yeah, I think Andy put a tweet out or something after the game just saying, you know, he's such a pain in the butt in practice yeah. every day. And like you're right, his energy is crazy. That wasn't something I've not seen in my time being around here on another level every day, like whether played 40 minutes the night before or, or fresh, it's the same thing. Well, we just had a, we just came out of a practice now here a couple of days after the final and throughout the whole practice today, he, he was talking. I mean, he was talking to his teammates. He was talking to the other team. He was, you know, they're down five in the game. We just played in practice. We can do it. Don't worry about it. We're fine. He, his, his energy is just incredible. And I think that, um, you know, when you look at it, we had some new guys come in this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with JR and with Kiefer and with Rima, and I think Eric's been wonderful with them because they see how he goes to work every day. They see what he brings. And I think that it's really contagious to our group. And, um, and I'm really proud of the, the fact that he was able to hit that shot and, and be the, you know, one of the heroes on the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy for him for sure. Um, you, you said a little bit about, you know, Pierre struggling with injury, Andy coming back first game. How important was that week leading up to, to try and get those guys ready and, and you know, Pierre tough as nails to play through whatever really it was tricky it was tricky I mean it was tricky with Andy you know because he hadn't played so we had to try to get him in as best condition as we could possibly get him in and give him credit for really working hard not only during the training sessions but you know give Ashley Clinic uh, credit and um, working with him and getting him back on the floor and that that was key uh, but with Pierre he didn't practice all week so that was a concern too and I think when you look at it and the game he only played about uh, 18 minutes or so sorry he played 21 minutes I think 21 minutes uh, you know, you could tell stamina and the foot was bothering him. But, you know, with Pierre, he, he drew seven fouls in that game. And I think that was a factor. So uh, tough yeah, to handle. Tough to handle. Uh, tough guy to deal with on the offensive end. But going into the game, we didn't know. We, we had no idea how many he could give us. Same thing with Andy. We really didn't know. So there was, you know, we, there was some uncertainty there. But I still felt good because I feel like that the rest of the guys would be willing to step it up. But now all of a sudden I was dealing with a little longer rotation so with the subbing, it was a little tricky, and it was a little tricky down the stretch, you know, to which lineup you go with. And it always is like that on this team. It's uh, Each game, it's different. I don't think you see the same lineup in the last five minutes of the game from game to game. So that was a challenge, um, but <clears throat> I knew after um, Thursday's practice, Thursday's practice 
or fri- sorry, it might have been Friday's practice leading up, um, and I actually talked about it with Colin Hazelden from uh, BBC's Midlands last night. Uh, you know, there was a fire in our practice that day. There was a, a spirit in there, and once we left practice that day, we thought, thought that no matter who played, we were going to be in good shape. No, I talk a little bit about the the aftermath, but when you know when that Alexander shot did bubble out, Shane grabs the rebound. Yeah, what's going through your mind then when you know when it is you know that point of okay, actually we've got this. Yeah, it can finally relax. I think that um, you know when you're in these finals, you spend a week or two leading up to it where you just can't relax. Uh, you can't relax at work. You can't relax at home. You can't <laughs> relax ten minutes before the game. You can't relax the night before. But when that. You know, when that shot comes off and you know you're going to win, there's a there's a real relaxing feeling, and then it's um, you know trying to celebrate and hug as many people as you can. And I think those are the moments that you remember. You get back on the bus, and um, you know I was exhausted after that game. I think a lot of us were. We were exhausted, but um, you know we get back on the bus and you relive relive the game, and you have a good time with your group. And um, and then for us, we're off this week, so. Uh, you know, when we've won trophies in the past and you have to get right back on the floor the next week, sometimes it's challenging because right after you win that, there's a lot of people that come to your practice. There's a lot of media going on. So you have to. A lot to, of emotion, too. Yeah, a lot, lot of emotion. Of so exactly. Exactly. So we had a we had a meeting this week when we got back and we said we're going to make sure that we um, decompress a little bit this week and get ourselves ready for the stretch run. But I've been fortunate enough to go up to BBC East Midlands. Uh, that was awesome to go up there and, and ITV was in. Uh, so we've gotten some great media coverage, BBC National News pre-game and post-game covering us. So I think it's not only great for our club, but maybe a real turning point media-wise uh, for our league to to have that kind of coverage. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about it anytime, trying to capitalize on that success and um, make sure that do make the most of it and, and celebrate it as it should be. Um, so it's good to see and those guys at practice, yourself in the studio, um, definitely going to be going to be positive for the for the season. What what about the sort of the fan side of things when you, you finish that and you know you, you mentioned after the game, it's, it's always incredible to look up there and see those fans that have driven six or seven <laughs> hours in the snow. Um, in the snow, yeah. Um, sharing that with them in those moments. Yeah, uh, it's 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 great. I think you saw all of our team go over there and give credit to Sheffield's fans too on the day. Absolutely, uh, what a great uh, turnout they had. Uh, how they supported their club. Uh, So I think that was a nice balance going back and forth. Um, But, yeah, you go right over to the fans and you talk to them and they hang around after. And it means so much to to us to be able to share it with them. And now uh, in the community, uh, you know, not only um, our hardcore fans, but even people that, um, you know, maybe even haven't been to a game, have caught the game on TV or are following it. And certainly raises the awareness of uh, what a wonderful sport this is. And the last thing I'll, I'll say is that this is why we love this sport. And yes, it's tough when you lose. And it would have been tough if we lost. And we've been in that situation against them up there before. We lost on a, a last-second play. Um, but the range of emotions that go back and forth in the game of basketball were all on display Sunday. And it's uh, certainly a reason why I know I love it and I know a lot of people love it. Right. Well. I'll leave it there. Congratulations, 10th in 10 years. Incredible achievement, but hopefully a couple more to come later this season. Thank you.